Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Armchair Booking Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Steve Barber, and joining me is the fantastic Dwaylon Davis. Hey, everybody. My voice is actually a little better tonight, so maybe I won't have that puberty thing going. So, yeah, when I was going through kind of editing some things earlier, I heard <laughs> you know some cracks, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, this is you know, um, people think what happened to did Dwayla get in a wayback machine, and <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but. You know, thank you for everybody who listened to the episode that we released actually this morning. And today is kind of a continuation yeah. of that. Whereas the, what we recorded last night was an evolution, or as way I put it, evolution or de-evolution of yeah. WrestleMania. You know, kind of a both, really. I think we kind of decided yeah. Yeah, it, it evolved, but then it started, you know, yeah. evolving, evolving, devolving. You know, it's it's had yeah. a lot of ups and downs. Uh, and tonight we're going to be giving our own previews and predictions of wrestlemania 38 which is going to be happening here in a couple of days and uh, unfortunately and i don't i don't wish this upon it because it is still wrestlemania and i don't want it to be a bad event but on paper there's so many things wrong with it yeah yeah uh, but i agree I, I i hope it's a good show um especially for the the paying fans that are at the arena because yes. that's you know that's a lot of time invested if it's not a good show, you know, the one thing, if you invest, your, you know, you paid all this money to go and you invest your time and it's a, a great show, but if it's a glorified episode of raw or SmackDown, then it's like, I feel sorry for those people that are there. And I think you actually hit on something yesterday. I think a lot of people this year are going because of the WrestleMania experience yeah, because there is so much other stuff going on mm -hmm. because you know they have the fan access which they usually do yep uh but wrestlecon is also mm -hmm. being held there right now yep wrestlecon's there right now um again there's so many promotions having uh cards in dallas this weekend impact uh there's a ring of honor show uh as an impact show and the ring of honor show are tomorrow night um uh, and then um GCW's got a show. Um, Josh Barnett's Bloodsport, they had their show, I think, last night. But, yeah, it's going to be a very big weekend for professional wrestling. Uh, and what's the the main center point of it all may not even be the best thing. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah that's true. Um, which, honestly, I mean, it's weird. It may not necessarily be a bad thing because it is kind of giving exposure to a lot of other non wwe i was about to say non-federation companies but non wwe mm -hmm. companies yeah. and uh, <coughs> obviously me. we we don't have anything against the wwe because i mean no um but it's just kind of lets people know hey look there are other businesses out there there's other companies out there yep you know so oh but um before we get started i want, I want to go ahead and give our contact and listening info if you'd like to email us is it it's uh, armchair booking podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash armchair booking podcast. You find the same thing on Instagram at armchair booking podcast. You can find us on Twitter at booking armchair. You can find Dwaylon at fat underscore daddy 73. Mm -hmm. uh, you can find us on TikTok at armchair booking podcast. Uh, you can find us on YouTube. Obviously, you already know that if you're watching it. But if, if you prefer to listen to it, like if you're in your car or you're at work sitting at your computer doing Excel spreadsheets all day like I do, 
<laughs> then you can find us on just about any kind of audio listening platform there is. If we're not on there, let us know. Stay away from iHeartRadio. Uh, if you're trying to listen to a podcast, now they are very good for other things. Podcasts apparently are not their strong Not their situation. thing, yeah. And, as, and of course, we are hosted by Block Talk Radio. Have I forgot anything? Nope. I think you covered it all. Got it all. Even, even got your Twitter in there. Yep. I'm, I'm so happy. Uh, <laughs> because and they should know by now if they do follow the 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 podcast channel on twitter if i'm posting something you know according you know with the podcast i'm going to be tagging you in anyway right you know so they should already know your handle if they if they're not following you you know they should be shame on y'all <laughs> seriously <laughs> anyway um but want to give you know i always got to give our shout outs first of all to jay and trey I actually listened to them for a little bit today and uh, there's a good possibility Justin may actually be joining us later on in the show. Cool. Yep. So uh, Justin wasn't able to join us the last time. Remember when we had him on? It was it was Trey yeah. and it was Jake. So yep. uh, this will actually be a first for Justin. So, uh, but he'll let me know because he's actually at work right now. Um, and I actually uh, yesterday when he was texting while we were recording, I'm like, dude, we're recording. <laughs> I said, but, yeah. I and he actually he thought that was pretty funny. You know, he said, hey, I'm on, he said, I'm on your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but definitely give a shout out to Justin and Trey, maybe Jake as well. We were just talking about that. I haven't seen Jake in a while, but um, but I know Jake also has a lot going on and he also has other projects that he does and he's very good at all of them. So yeah, uh, super great guys. I actually ordered one of their t-shirts yesterday with their new logo. Uh, they have a friend. He's actually mentioning possibly just creating a logo another logo for us i'm like all right yeah cool i mean i, I don't have cool. anything you know it's like hey, <coughs> forward, you know? um and you know we're gonna give a shout then i want to give a shout out to ted the hillbilly hill and his podcast you know the hill truth go listen there go check it out he does a fantastic job uh and give a shout out to the non-wrestling podcast the true crime cast and bless their hearts both ran by jamie and john uh, they don't really talk about their last names, so I don't want to give away their last names. Right. Uh, although John, he did give away his last name today on their Bless Their Hearts episode. <laughs> um, you know, uh, but but they don't just blast it out there. So uh, you know, since they don't, I, I you know I respect their privacy. Um, but no, another couple of great guys, so go check them out and um, and definitely if you can buy if you can get some merch, get some merch. And speaking of merch and advertising. If you know anybody that would like to advertise on our podcast, please get them in contact with me and Dwaylon, you know, me yep. or, and or Dwaylon, yep. you know, because we've actually kind of figured out how to price things. And it's actually not as bad as what I, I was thinking it was no, it's hundreds not. of it's, dollars and it's yeah. not, not even close, you know, uh, but we do have a price in tier that is based on where at in the show, whether it's beginning, middle or end that you would want your advertisements, how long your advertisement is going to be. Um, you know, and we, and we have a, a tier system set up for that. So yeah, just absolutely give us a shout and we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll talk it over and we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I, I'm in Canada all of a sudden. Yeah. We'll, fig <laughs> we'll figure it out. There we go. So before we get started on the WrestleMania, there was a news item I forgot to mention yesterday. I don't know if you've heard about it. Actually, I think I did tell you about it. I, I, we texted about it. Ric Flair has once again burned a bridge. Yes. This and time they, it was Mark Madden. Yeah. And, I mean, they, you know, 
Mark Madden was Ric Flair's new co-host, you know, with his um, Flair's new podcast. Yep. And then I don't know what happened, um, but it sounds, you know, and this is all core to them. I mean, of course, they've been having a Twitter war, and I have no, yeah. I have no reason to doubt that it's legit, um, because they were like pretty good friends, and all of a sudden, yeah, Flair. He Madden left the podcast, but apparently he's Madden saying Flair told him the podcast itself was canceled. But then Conrad Thompson, who was married to Ric Flair's oldest daughter, yeah, um, he actually told Madden, "It's like, no, I'm going to be the new co-host." He's like, "What?" And so, no. <laughs> yeah, and, so it's like instead of just saying, "You know, I want my, you know, I want to have my son-in-law as a co-host." Yeah, you know, no hard feelings or anything, but you know kind of a family thing it's like rick what are you doing i mean it's yeah. like how many how many bridges has rick burned in pro wrestling now and you know mark madden is not just a pro wrestling and that's no. like he's involved in all sports yeah and yeah so he's a um and i know he's also kind of a polarizing figure from what i can tell yeah. because he yeah. is very outspoken um but I mean, he is very knowledgeable when it comes to sports and sometimes he's just a little too blunt, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, if you ever seen like the NFL, uh, top 10, you know, their, their top 10 videos, he's been a commentator on some of those. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, this guy, you know, he, you know, he didn't hold anything back. He just says whatever. Right. You know, it's like, okay. Um, but yeah, so once again, flair has, uh, flair. Flair's being Flair again. Flair's so. being Flair. And, you know, and when the podcast started, I'm like, okay, this is his third shot at it. Well, mm -hmm. how long will this one last? Well, this one dropped quicker than the other two. Yeah. And I know the his first, uh, the first, I guess, iteration that he had, and this is when Conrad Thompson was really first introduced to everybody too. And mm -hmm. he just really didn't say much. You know, he was just there every once in a while to throw like, he was like almost like the straight man. Yeah. And Flair was dropping the, you know, the the punchlines. Mm -hmm. Um, there was one, I, I couldn't tell you who was on it because they also did it, they did a lot of interviews. Uh, I don't remember who was on it, but Flair was very obviously drunk. Oh Lord. Yeah, he was slurring his, <laughs> like really badly slurring his words and a couple of, you know, and then turn come to find out, yeah, he got in a little bit of heat for that, uh, because it was being hosted by uh, cbs viacom and mm. they're like we don't they're care like no no, no. Yeah. yeah and um so they dropped them they came up with you know with a different host but then it, it didn't last long because flair said he, he he said he doesn't have the attention span to try to devote to it i'm like all right i get that i mean i can't he's saying i can't you get full time yeah. because he was on legends contract so he was having to do appearances with wwe mm-hmm that's an excuse now because they dropped him after the plane right yeah. from hell video yep. came out. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, I don't wish anybody, you know, failure, but at the same time, if he wants to succeed, he better calm his 73 year old butt down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it's like, okay. But anyway, I was trying to think of any other wrestling news that may have happened in the past, you know, 23 hours. <laughs> No, nothing I can think of. Um, yeah, oh, I, I'm 
I take that back. There is one thing, but I'll it has to do with the WrestleMania card. So I'll just okay. I'll work that in when we get to that point. Okay. All right. So we'll go ahead and do as we normally do. Um, in fact, this one there is two nights worth. So I think there's mm-hmm. 14 matches. Yeah, 14 matches listed. Um, you know, so I don't know how much time we can <laughs> devote to each one, but uh, of course, some of these are like, okay, next. <laughs> yeah, some um, of these are going to be like, that's a, you know, glorified Raw or SmackDown main event. So, yeah. There's no need to devote a lot of time to some of these. And no and, disrespect for any to anybody who's in these matches, but it just, it is what it is. Some of these are like, some of these are not WrestleMania worthy matches. And, you know, the card's bloated enough as it is. They, I feel like something's, some matches are going to get cut because there are so many matches on the card, even split over two nights. 14 matches is a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, but I'll, I'm going to go through the order that they have them on the Wikipedia article. And I don't know if this is the order they're going to have them on the show, mm-hmm. you know, um, because the very first one they mention is Becky and Bianca. I would hope to God that's not the opening match, even though it yeah. might be that well, if it if it's going to be there to set the tone for everything, it may not be bad. Um, because there have been times Cena was the opening match for things and it you know, because they knew Cena could bring it. Well, we know these two women can bring it. Yeah. Um, so the only, you... the only problem with them opening though is we know that we, we know what kind of match they can give us. So if right. they give us that classic match. And nobody else is going to be able to follow that. Right. Because, you know, you couldn't have anything follow Bianca and Sasha a couple years ago. Mm-mm. Nope. I mean, you just, you couldn't do it. Um, or is that, no, that was last year. Mm-hmm. God, it just feels like it was years ago because. Yeah, it feels know, like it's been. Yeah. <laughs> uh, God, yeah, that was just last year. Uh, but yeah, I, I wouldn't want to follow this match. No, I wouldn't either. Especially. And, with the way they've they've actually built this match well, mm-hmm. and uh, so I am looking forward to this match. And I mean, we know Becky shines on the big stage. Bianca's proved she shines on the big stage, so I think it's going to be a stellar match. I think um, I think Bianca should win. I think Bianca's going to win. I agree, Bianca should win and you know what actually i don't have any reason to doubt she will win um i think they're 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 probably going to try to pull some shenanigans again with the hair because that's already been yeah that's already been brought up but it's Mm -hmm. like it's not going to hurt becky at this point becky is a big enough star you know her you know her place is cemented it's not going to hurt her to take this loss and I, I think it'll be a very, very good match, too. At least it's yeah. better. Yeah. Um, unlike some of the rest of the ones on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but the next match, <clears throat> I think, is one of those ones. It would be a glorified Raw match or SmackDown match, except for the fact that it has Logan Paul involved. And uh, this is one of those matches I do not care anything about this match. Uh, Rey Mysterio deserves better. Yes, he does. 
Dominic uh, deserves better. Dominic deserves better. The Miz I mean, deserves better. Well, nah. This I is like kinda, Miz. This, kinda, <laughs> this is kind of Miz's wheelhouse. It's oh, like that's the, true. To, to be obnoxious. Yeah, to be obnoxious and have the celebrity person out there and all that. But it's like, for me, Logan Paul has no business in a WWE ring. Or at, not just a WWE ring. He has no business in a wrestling ring at all. And it's like, you know, he's been doing the celebrity boxing thing. You do what you do over there, but leave my wrestling alone. <laughs> stay, <Yeah. laughs> just stay far away from there. I think... The smart move would be for the Mysterios to win, to have the baby faces win because they've been pulling all this shenanigans with stealing Rey Mysterio's mask and all this stuff, which I personally find very disrespectful. I do too. Um, uh, yeah. There, because there's so much, you know, there's so much honor and lineage and prestige that, you know, the luchadors tie to their mask. And to have Logan Paul running around with Rey Mysterio's mask on, it's like, I don't care that it's a storyline. I just find that very disrespectful to Rey Mysterio and mm -hmm. to all the other mask luchadors. Yeah, because the mask in um, in Mexican wrestling, I, I can't think of any other country that really does this, where the mask, I mean, just is a part of their character. Yes, it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's I mean, sacred. Yeah. Like um, Andrade, when he wrestled for New Japan Pro Wrestling, he still wore his mask, even though really? he was wrestling in Japan. Yeah, okay. he still wore his mask. He was a um, he was the Intercontinental Champion over there. Okay, um, and but it's not like in you know, in like in the states and Canada where a lot of times, I mean, yeah, you'll see you know some characters they do have a mask, and, mm -hmm. and the people really they're not trying to unmask them, um, yeah. you know. But you have some like the Midnight Rider. Yeah. We knew it was Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. Charlie Brown. Mr. America was Hulk Hogan. Yes. Uh, he didn't even try to hide the mustache either. I know. It's like. <laughs> it's a, no, I'm not him, brother. <laughs> um, you know, here's some other ones. Um, Yellow Dog. You know, that was Barry yeah. Windham. Or then yeah. later on, I think Brian Pillman tried to use yeah. it. And... Yeah, Brian Pillman used it. Yeah, in, in a feud with Barry Windham. With Barry uh, Windham, yes. Yeah, I like how they did that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Junkyard Dog was Stagger Lee. Yeah, or Stagger right. Lee was Junkyard Dog. Yeah. Um, and then the machines, Giant Machine. We mm -hmm. knew that was Andre. Of course, yeah. I didn't know who the other two were until later on. It was Blackjack Mulligan and Bill Eady. They mm -hmm. were the, the Super Machine and Strong Machine. Yeah. Uh, but then later on, they had Hulk Machine, Piper Machine. Um, <laughs> you know, some other ones. <laughs> uh, but that's a lot different than you know. That's that's like I'm trying to hide my identity because you know you don't know who I am. Just like right, Mr. J was finally unveiled to be juice right totally caught me off guard but it's anyway like mil, mil mascaris even on public appearances it was always yeah he always wore his mask. mask nobody saw nobody in public ever saw him without that mask yep um and they said that he was also an actor and mm -hmm. you know and now i'm starting to wonder how much that was true because i'm like how's he gonna have time to act when he's always wrestling <laughs> but yeah i mean i don't know i mean um the Mil Moscaris, I mean, of course, Mil Moscaris, I mean, a thousand faces. Mm -hmm. He had a lot of different masks. Yes, he did. Um, but apparently he also had a bad attitude when it come to. Yeah. Yeah. No job. No job. You know, that, yeah. that was always the famous saying now was. Yeah, he was he was Hulk Hogan level protective of his spot. Yes. And that's why when 
in the Royal Rumble in 97. Was that the one in San Antonio? Trying to think. Yes, 97, because that's the one, because uh, Austin won that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 97. Yeah. He eliminated himself. himself. Because he wasn't, he wasn't going to let anybody else eliminate him. Right. And, you know, but I mean, they, you didn't see people trying to take his mask off. And now apparently nope. they think, you know, because Rey Mysterio did take his mask off in WCW, which he took it off. They're like, all right, now what? Yeah. You know, um, who was the other one? Was it Hoovy? Hooventude? Uh, yeah. Hooventude lost his mask. Psychosis lost his. Like every luchador, every, every top luchador in WCW ended up losing their mask. And that was an Eric Bischoff idea. And I don't even, I, even as far back as Halloween Havoc, when Rey Mysterio wrestled Eddie Guerrero, they had that five-star classic when Rey was wearing the, uh, the Phantom inspired outfit, the purple outfit with the, right. the mask attached. The original plan was for uh, Eddie to remove the mask during the match. Rey Ray said no, and they were going to go ahead with it anyway. They pretty much were forcing him to go along with the match. And then Eddie Guerrero told Ray, he pulled him aside. He's like, if you don't want to take your mask off, I'm 100% behind you, and we won't do the spot. So they just right. never did the spot. Yeah, because Eddie, Eddie got it, obviously. Yeah, Eddie you know, got it, yeah. Um, I mean, growing up uh, Mexican-American, mm-hmm. you were at the Luchadors, yeah, you know, obviously based in Mexico. So yeah, Eddie definitely got it. Yeah, and uh, I just didn't understand their fast. Well, let's take all the masks off. Yeah, I don't uh, get that. Oh, no, um, it, it really didn't do anything. Okay, it's just mm-hmm. without the mask, but it yeah. just to me it, it kind of it took away from the character. Yep, exactly. It took that mystique away, and it didn't really help any of the guys that lost their masks. Yeah, um, and it who was. Was it Sankara or there was Sankara and there was somebody else that was kind of associated with Sankara. One of them, I want to say it was Alberto Del Rito was doing something and he accidentally pulled his mask up and he himself mm-hmm. pulled it back down. He's like, whoop. Yeah. You know, because he's like, Ooh, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, and he didn't, you know, he didn't do it on purpose and, and he even respected that. He was going, Oh, look what I got. He, I mean, he covered him back up. Yeah. Oh, uh, but either way, I mean, yeah, this matches the travesty. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, like I said, the Mysterio should win, but I have a feeling there's going to be some shenanigans, and it would not surprise me if Miz and Logan Paul win this match. And Logan Paul gets a pin. Yeah, I, it would not surprise me if Logan Paul doesn't pin Rey Mysterio to win this match. Oh, and I was, you know, I was thinking because we've been teasing Dominic turning on Ray now for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, this actually would be a perfect time to do it. Yeah. It would be a perfect time to do it, but I don't think they're going to, I don't think they're going to pull the trigger on that because Ray doesn't want to feud with Dominic. Which, I mean, I can't blame him. I mean, you know, brother against brother, cousin against cousins, you know, feuds kind of work. Father against son. Yeah. does not. That's a completely different thing. Yeah. Uh, But speaking of breaking up, the next match that's listed is, uh, Drew McIntyre and Happy Corbin, who Madcap Moss is a company in Happy Corbin. Oh God, I do not care about this match either. <laughs> and this I is just, sad. I mean, I just need this to be uh, over. Drew McIntyre deserves so much better. Yes, 
I need happy Corbin to go back to broke Corbin. That's the only, that that was so much more entertaining because this happy Corbin thing, it's obnoxious, but not entertaining obnoxious. This is right. just please go away. Yeah. I, I will change the channel. Yeah, I need and, you and Madcap you know, to just go far, far away. But uh, I need uh, I need this to be a squash. I need Drew to hit the ring, hit the claymore, pin him, and be done with it. But I think this is when Madcap Moss is going to turn face because they've been teasing that. I yeah, mean, like they have been real. teasing that. Yeah. Um, and Madcap Moss, I mean, he did actually get a lot of people's respect when he had, they had that botch where yeah. Um, actually, he did kind of the same thing Big E did. You know, if you really mm-hmm. think about it, he came right down on his head. Yeah. Um, and but Madcap Moss, he's another guy. He's jacked up, kind of like Big E. Yeah. And you know, so he was able to recover from it. I mean, and everybody was like, "Oh, that dude. Okay, he's a lot tougher than yeah. You know, than yeah. his his gimmick, and his gimmick is just stupid. Yeah, his gimmick's um, just dumb. But Drew is winning this. There's no, there's no way Drew McIntyre is not winning this because this is what they've been building this up for months. And, oh, Drew, Drew's going to win it. Corbin's going to blame Madcap Moss. Madcap Moss is going to press slam him. Yep. There, there we go. go. Okay, next match. <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's like next. That's it. Uh, I mean, oh, I was going to say happy Corbin. He comes on and I'm like, I'm going to turn the channel and text Dwaylon to have him tell me when the match is over. But the problem is Dwaylon's also going to be texting me wanting to know when the match is over. Yeah, because I'm not watching that. We're, no. Yeah. So, when he, yeah. Well, the next one listed is the Usos against Shinsuke and Rick Boogs. Uh, It's another Raw SmackDown match, to be honest with you. But Yeah, this is a SmackDown main event. This is not a WrestleMania match. Nothing against Shinsuke, but him and Rick Boogs have just been thrown together because, again, you can't can't release 100 people over two years and then try to have a tag team division. Right. And the team that should be there is the Viking Raiders. And you have them in a handicap match against Omos and they lose in like 58 seconds. Yeah. I, I, they, I mean, they totally, totally killed any kind of momentum that they had. They will never get that momentum back either. No. I mean, no, it's they, too much they, damage. They have killed, they killed that act right there. If I was them, I would have went backstage and asked for my release right then because yep. there's no, there's no coming back from that. You go from, Viking Raiders, you know, have won tag gold everywhere. New Japan, Ring of Honor, NXT, Raw ta- former Raw Tag Team Champions, and this is what you do with them. You just feed them the Omos. Yeah. And, I mean, now he's a legit monster. I wouldn't want to get in a fight with him. Yeah. You know? I mean, he's a legit monster, <laughs> but, I mean, that's why you have enhancement talent. The yeah. same way that when they were building up Braun Strowman, feed him local, some local, feed local him some guys. Local guys. That way, the local guys get some exposure on worldwide television, and you're not burying one of your tag teams. And I just thought about something about Rick Boogs because when they put them together, they told Rick Boogs, "We want you to learn Shinsuke's song and the guitar." Mm-hmm. And he said it took him twelve hours to learn. I'm like, it took you twelve hours to learn that, really? <laughs> you know, it, that song's not that hard. Um, but. I'm like, if y'all needed a guitar player, you already had one. You know, they already had Elias. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. and he's probably like standing in the back. Yeah, I'm going to get a prop. Uh, he's standing in the back and here's Vince saying, I need a guitar player. He's like, me, me. I'm, I'm, 
Yeah, it's like I literally have a guitar in my hand. But it's, I don't know. The, to me, there's no reason that Shinsuke, even though they've been building toward this and they've been hinting at this, to me, there's no reason why Shinsuke and Boogs should win the tag team titles. Keep them on the Usos. Yeah. That it, the bloodline's working. Keep, keep the titles on the Usos. Do not, do not sacrifice their championship reign for a throwaway tag team. And the Usos are probably the most natural team in mm-hmm. the company. They're twin brothers. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, you cannot get any yeah. closer than that. But I mean, Shinsuke, because if you put the titles on Boogs and Shinsuke, it's obvious they're not going to do anything with Shinsuke. Every time he gets a championship, he just holds it. He doesn't yeah. defend it. I mean, he went 100. I think they even said it on SmackDown. He went over 100 days without even defending the Intercontinental title when he was champion. And and it's like That used to be grounds for stripping the title. Yep, 30 days and used to the title would be vacated. Yep. But they said a couple of years ago, oh, we're not going to do that anymore. Yeah. So what are you doing? Nothing. Using, uh, I, I, yeah. using the title as a prop. Oh, yeah. But this, like you said, this is a SmackDown main event. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, the next and match. Honestly, they, not a very good one. No. I mean, it. and the sad thing is, I love watching Shinsuke work. Yeah, I watching, do too. You know, Boogs is actually besides the Rick Boogs, you know what I mean? Because everybody loves just saying that. Yeah. And it's like, but the man can work. I mean, and he's another yeah, powerhouse. He can work. Guy. Yeah. And of but, course, you know, the Usos are going to give you a great match in their sleep. Yeah. So, and they've been adding more moves to their, their yes. tag team repertoire yep. too. Yep. You know, so uh, that I, so that part, I mean, I also like about them. I mean, they're making tag teams tag teams again. Mm-hmm. Um. But that's the, if that was a SmackDown main event, the next match is just on SmackDown somewhere because I don't see any reason for it. Well, I get the reason for it. So they, they do have a legitimate reason. But New Day against Sheamus and Ridge Holland with Butch. Uh, yeah, this was supposed to be a six-man. Of course, you know, Big E got injured. Right. Um, so they're going through with this. But, yeah, this is a, this is a middle-of-the-show SmackDown show. Yeah, this is the middle of the this is the middle of the show SmackDown match is what I meant. This is that one like close to the top of the hour that they're <laughs> going to interrupt with with three commercials. Yep, yep. <laughs> and um, they would they they won't even give us picture in picture. No, you know they're just we, going to they're just going to cut away, come back. Somebody's already lost. Yeah, but and oh uh, yeah, you don't need to know. <laughs> um, the new the new day should win. Just because it'll, you know, pop the crowd, make the crowd happy, have the good guys win. But mm-hmm. I think Sheamus and his crew are going to win that one. And sadly, this one actually has a legit reason for the match. It's yeah. you hurt my partner. I mean, yep. they, I mean, I, and we know it was an accident. He didn't yeah. intentionally, you know, try to break Biggie's neck. Uh, because I, I think if you intentionally tried to break his neck, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. you better pack about <laughs> three, three lunches a five course dinner, you know, mm-hmm. and some ice cream on the side. Yeah. Because yeah, you're not just going to hurt Big E. I mean, right. Um, and think about how, if he hadn't have been as in the shape he was in him, he probably would have killed him. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he came right down on his head, yeah. but, but 
I mean, but that actually gives a legitimate reason for the match. And so this could be a grudge revenge match. And so that the storyline has the potential that the match itself is not going to deliver on. Right. Yep. And me personally, I'm tired of Shanus. Just, just go away. I've just, I've never, I've never been a Sheamus fan. I've never been all that impressed with Sheamus. And now it's like, you know, those peak years for him are gone. And it's like, but they keep him hovering around like the top of the mid card. And it's like, can he just get out of the way? There's other people that need that, you know, that need that spot now. And yeah, because they're not even using him to try to get people over. Um, No, I mean, he's just beating everybody. And it's like, what what is that doing for anybody? And this right here, I mean, it would almost seem like they're trying to transition him into like being a manager, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of like MVP. Now, MVP, I know, got hurt. And so he was forced to Mm -hmm. go in a manager role. But MVP has done so good at it, I don't want to see him wrestle again. Right. Because he is that that good as a manager. Yeah. Um, But Shane was like, okay, they need to decide, is he going to manage or is he going to wrestle? Yeah, you know, figure because it out. This this will be the perfect opportunity for him to manage Ridge <laughs> Holland, Ridge Holland, and Pete Dunn. I'm not calling him Butch. I just can't. I'm not. He said he's fine with it. He said it's just a name. He said it gives him something new to build on. All I understand that and all respect, but he's Pete Dunn to me, so I can't be. I can't call him Butch. Yeah, I mean, he may be saying in front of the camera, oh, I'm okay with the name. Yeah, it's a great name. Yeah. Camera goes off. He's like, you know what? Screw every last second of this. Yeah, this is dumb. <laughs> this, this is, is dumb. really, really dumb. You know, Butch, isn't the Butch name of like one of the, the bad guys and the little rascals? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there you yeah. go. Um, I think Vince, must he must be reverting back to his childhood. You know. It's probably something Vince thought was funny because, you know, that's what everything is based on is if, Vince McMahon is amused by it or not. Oh, but the next match, and you have your prediction on, you know, um, one part of this. It's Seth Rollins versus a mystery opponent. Okay. Uh, this is what I was talking to at the beginning and, of the and show. I had, and I had a feeling this is it because I did see some. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't watch it, but I did see a headline. I think, me personally, it's got to be Cody Rhodes. They've, they have built this up and implied it so much in the last several weeks on Raw. It has to be Cody. But Dave Meltzer had a report today. Again, with Dave Meltzer, you kind of always got to take things with a grain of salt. Yep. But he said that people close to Cody have said that he's thinking of backing out of the WrestleMania match this weekend. No reason why. None of that's been confirmed. But I don't think that'll happen. I think this is the biggest possible stage for Cody to come back on. This is even, I mean, I know the Raw after WrestleMania is always the show where everybody, you know, you got debuts or people returning from injury and all that. But this is the perfect spot for Cody to show up. A former AEW EVP. And, you know, one of the, you know, one of the foundations of building that company showing up in, in enemy territory for, right. you know, and I think it'll be Cody. I don't think he's going to back out. I mean, if he does, I'll be very surprised, 
but I think it'll be Cody. He's going to get a huge ovation. Uh, Cody's going to win this match because there's no reason for him not to. Um, because it would be dumb to have all of this build up, have him re-debut at WrestleMania and then have Seth beat him. And Seth can take a loss and it's not, especially with his character work right now, Seth can take that loss and it's not going to hurt. And, you know, I just not thought of something. Um, it wouldn't be the first time they had like a big, like debut at a WrestleMania and had the person lose. You know, That's first, true. first one I'm thinking of is Sting. Yeah. Sting should have beat Triple H. <coughs> yep. Um, you know, Sting had two matches in the WWE, one against Triple H, other against Seth Rollins. Yep. And and he got hurt. Yep. Uh, firstly, kind of a side note, I think the buckle bomb ought to be banned because I think it's a very dangerous move. Yeah, um, there's not really a safe way to take that move. And that and that's what it is. I mean, yeah. Um, the person given the move can be they can do whatever they can to try to be safe, but once that person's in midair. Yeah. You know, it, the only thing they could do is, okay, how am I landing, you know, yeah. against this object? Yeah. And, you know, and so far he's hurt Finn Balor. He's hurt Sting. I know he's, he's hurt some other people but, and mm-hmm. not intentionally, but. Yeah, not intentionally, but yeah. I'm, I've never been a person for banning moves, but that's one that I think they need to just quietly remove yeah. from his repertoire. Yeah. Kind of like the pile driver. Only the Undertaker and Kane were allowed to use it. Yeah. Yeah, so um, because they were the only ones who knew how to do it safely. Um, But, you know, I can't think of anybody else it could be. I can't Um, either. There's a rumor that Shane McMahon's going to be in Dallas. I saw that. If they pull that swerve, talk about killing your show. mm -hmm. If they pull that swerve and it's Shane McMahon coming out, they're 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 going to turn. Yeah, that whole show. And I think that that's part of because Vince has always been one to the way the the aftermath used to put it. They were always insulting the intelligence of the fans. Always. He always he's still doing it after all these years. And that's something that's always bothered me as a fan is, you know, don't insult my intelligence. I, I understand. I know I'm not in the business and know the all the ins and outs but a lot of times it just takes a little bit of common sense to see what's going on right and uh, you know some of the fans i mean we're, we're part of the the iwc you know the internet internet wrestling community yep um but when we're reading okay the reason why the rumble was just a garbage heap this year a lot of it was because shane was the one shane was the one uh shane was the one producing it and Shane's ego got in the way, and yeah. Shane wanted to focus it around himself. And put himself in a rumble match. Yeah. Put him in uh, over it, other people but, who were more. I mean, he, he booked himself to outstrike Matt Riddle. It's like, come on. Yeah, that was Shane's idea. That's why that whole the exchange with him and Riddle, and he got the best of that exchange because that was Shane's idea. Because Shane thinks that he is the absolute toughest man in the entire world. It's like you're a fifty year you're a fifty year old, overly tanned father. Go sit down and play with your children. Yeah, he is fifty now. I know I know he's uh-huh. a couple years older than we are. Um and we're forty eight. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. wow. Um 
but who do you think is going to win? You know, if it's Cody, Cody should win. The person, mystery point of Cody's caliber should win. Yeah. But then again, I can't think of, like I said, Cody, Shane, Marco Stunt. It could be Marco Stunt. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing. I've also heard that I haven't big I haven't heard WWE confirm it, but I've heard I've seen a lot of reports that the winner of this match will challenge the winner of Brock and Roman at WrestleMania Backlash. Which I'm just gonna call Backlash because WrestleMania yeah, I, Backlash is a dumb I can't name. yeah. I can't call it's it just, WrestleMania Backlash. I mean Yeah. But if that's the case, it's gotta be Cody because Cody's going to be Cody's going to get a big ovation simply for showing up because it's mm-hmm. Cody Rhodes back in WWE. Cody Rhodes is going to be the natural bad guy. He's going to be the nat- he's going to be the heel because he's the outsider from another company. Yeah, coming in. He's going to be the bad guy. So whoever is, you know, I know we'll get to our predictions on the champion, but whoever that champion is, is going to be the face by default because yeah. Cody's going to be the heel and Cody is a brilliant heel. He's mm-hmm. like, he's a good, he, Cody's a good face, but he's a better heel because he understands how to get that heat and just walk that line to where is he a face? Is he a heel? And he, he'll lean more into the heelish parts of it without going over the top <coughs> but is brandy going to be with him no brandy's not going to be with him brandy so, didn't uh cody has resigned brandy didn't resign okay i mean she yeah she granted she may be staying at home with with you know mm-hmm. kid runnels too so well she's got some other stuff going on she's going to have uh because she did this thing on the aw uh, YouTube channel. It was uh, like a cooking show. Oh, she'd okay. have guests on there and stuff with different wrestlers and things like that. And I think she's going to have her own show. I think she's going to continue to do that, but it's going to be her own YouTube channel. Okay. You know, so something not wrestling. I mean, something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as long as she wears the chocolate milk shirt. <laughs> yeah because that's that's awesome <laughs> we're family friendly so that's as far as we'll go but, yeah as far uh, as we're going but brilliant <laughs> uh now granted i like the shirts we're wearing i mean i'm kind yeah. of partial to these and if you would like a shirt of this on your own you know just go to tpublic.com slash user slash armchair dash booking dash podcast you can find this shirt amongst a couple of other ones you can find coffee mugs you can find travel coffee mugs Mm, see uh you can find your phone cases you can find your mask i'm not going to try to even try to pull it out right now <laughs> uh, i've been having to keep it with me though because i've had to make a couple stops on the va and they still require you right. to wear a mask yeah um it's like i went to go get my prescription updated. so i've got some glasses coming in the way in the mail in five to six weeks they're going to be the the lineless bifocals with the photosensitive lenses oh okay yeah so that means i'm officially getting old <laughs> but i still had to wear the mask there and you can find notebooks pillowcases i mean it's amazing the kind of stuff they have there just going there and they are always having some kind of sale you know i've seen 15 percent off i've seen 40 percent off mm-hmm. i mean 40 percent off i mean you don't see that very often yeah. you know 
So the only time you actually see that like in a regular store is like if you go to Walmart and you're going to the electronics section and you see the big the big bins mm-hmm. where they're selling these Blu-rays for like three dollars. Yeah. And looking here, I've never heard of this movie. That's yeah. why it's three dollars. <laughs> that's why it's in here. Yeah, that's why it's in there. Uh, but I mean, and they have good quality stuff. I mean, you know, you have on one of the shirts. I have on yep. one of the shirts. I mean, they're quality products. I've actually gotten other shirts from there besides just ours. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if we didn't think they were quality, we wouldn't go with them. Exactly. You know, but yeah. So like I said, tpublic.com slash user slash armchair dash booking dash podcast. Uh, now the last match for night one is listed as Charlotte and Rhonda. Uh, right. I think <coughs> Charlotte, Excuse me. Charlotte <coughs> should win. I think Rhonda will win. <coughs> Okay, for me, I just need the ring to open up and just swallow them both. But if I have to pick one, <laughs> Ronda's winning this. They're not because... That's what I said. I think Ronda will win. Yeah, there's no... Even even should, as much as I hate to say, Ronda should win this just because I'm simply tired of Charlotte with the belt. Yeah. I mean, it's like... There are other women on that roster that could be the SmackDown Women's Champion. It's like, give us a break from Charlotte. You know, I'm not saying maybe she can't get it again down the line, but we just need a break from Charlotte. And if it has to be Ronda, then so be it. But I think Ronda should win. I think Ronda's going to win. And one of the things that Justin has pointed on their podcast and this is a perfect time to mention this. There is not one special stipulation match on this card. Nope, not a single one. And this match should be one. This should yeah. be a submission match. Submission match. Yeah, that's what. I, yep, that's exactly what I thought. But I mean, they've been they've been teasing that in the yeah. build. I mean, Ronda's even learned the ankle lock. The ankle lock. And here's yeah. the funny thing. You know, Ronda's been. You know push to the moon and all that. But who's training her for this match? Probably Charlotte. Shayna Baszler is training Ronda Really? Rousey. She's been training with Shayna Baszler okay. to get ready for this match. So it's like, so Shayna's good enough to train your pet project, but you can't push Shayna. So Shayna's supposed to teach Ronda what she knows about wrestling, which is quite a lot more than Ronda knows about pro wrestling. And, but Shayna can't get that kind of push when Shayna is absolutely the more complete wrestler. It makes me wonder what is it they think that Shayna is missing, you know, to where she couldn't be the one on top of because, the mountain. Because Vince McMahon doesn't understand her gimmick. You're literally it's, booking the same gimmick. I'd say she's not a gimmick. I mean, she no. is. Yeah, that's exactly. Her. She's legit, just like, okay. Why she is, is the female Brock Lesnar. She's the, yeah. you know, the legitimate <clears throat> MMA fighter from North Dakota. Yeah. Brock Lesnar. Well, I think he's from South Dakota. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, but Ronda's winning this. There's no way. Yeah. There's no way she's not. Oh. <laughs> I mean, and one thing I think Shayna Baszler, she's also, I'm pretty sure she's teaching Ronda 
how to be a professional wrestler. You know, they say, look, if they start booing you, just go with just it. Just deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and because that's what caused her to quit the first month. Hey, you guys. Well, sorry, Rhonda, go cash your, you know, million and a half dollar check and go on home then. Yeah. Yep. You know, I could use that money. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was asked today what I let uh, Will Smith slap me for half a million dollars. I'm not, I'd let him slap me for a quarter of that. I got kids to feed. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I, I got, mean, I got kids to feed and I got a house to pay for. So yeah. 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 Come on, right Come here. Come on, right here. I mean, you know, I mean, I'll even put my hands behind my back. You just, yeah. You know, so, um, uh, but yeah, so that, I mean, that's night one. But before we go to night two, I have something that I just have to show everybody. <laughs> and real, real quick question when we are like on here, uh, are you on like the left or the right? And there's a reason oh, why I'm asking. Looking at my screen, I'm on the right. Okay, so mine, you're on my left. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess it won't matter, but I've got to share this. And I have to thank our friend, Alan Thomas. You know, he, remember he was, he did the watch along yep. with us back in November. And I said, hey, can you, do you have a copy of the yearbook from 1991? And he said, I do. I said, can you do me a favor and scan the two pictures from this one particular section? And he looked and he's like, Oh, wow. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I had to go find, you know, had to, he sent me this picture. And yes, that is me and Dwaylen. Uh, please don't make me explain who's who. But uh, now I said, I showed my boss today. My boss, I mean, yeah, he's, uh, he's kind of funny. He's like, is that you on the left? <laughs> and I almost said, yes. Yeah. But you've heard us talk about how Dwayne and I, we were part of the chess club, not just part of the chess club in high school, our senior year. We were officers on the chess club. Yep. This was part of the picture taken of the officers because remember Sean Toy. He, I mean, I, I, I scaled it down to just us, but uh, Sean Toy was a president, which for good reason, because if you knew Sean, I mean, he was a very, very good chess player. Mm hmm. Dwaylon was the vice president. I was the treasurer, I believe. I believe so, yeah. And then another guy named Richard Armstrong is right behind me, and he was the other, you know, if he wasn't, he and I were the secretary and treasurer, not like we did anything, but <laughs> um, now Mr. Underwood's not in the picture. I just don't thought about that, you know, because he was the one who sponsored the chess club. But that's why the, the chess set is sitting here in front of Dwaylon. And I got to quote you, Dwaylon. When I first sent you this picture, the, your immediate reaction was, oh, my God, I look like Urkel. That's exactly what my, <laughs> uh, my oldest daughter, Savannah, she said the same thing. I showed her the picture, and she's like, oh, my God, Daddy, you look like Urkel. <laughs> I said, yes, I, I'm aware. Yeah, and, you know, normally when I'm doing a screen share, I'll actually, you know, I had like had these, these two pictures in the corner down, but this one I decided to leave them up just to show – yeah, we've changed quite a bit. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, and we're talking this first of recording, you know, um, your box cut wasn't at its full glory here. Yeah. Um, I was in between haircuts. Um, my mullet that I had back then, I mean, it wasn't as long as what it eventually got, you know, but I had that. I had the, the stonewashed denim jacket. Um, yeah, we were, you know, with the mullet and, I mean, you had a little bit of, you know, a little bit of a mustache there. I have absolutely none. 
And oh, it took it took me a long time to grow all of this. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking forever to grow all of this. And so for those of y'all, you know, when we say Dwayne and I have known each other for over 30 years, this picture was 31 years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just figured I'd share it. It had to be done. Just, <laughs> you know, and obviously, you know, neither one of us are embarrassed by it because that's who we were. No. no. So, but now on to the second night. <laughs> <laughs> um you know, they, well, they don't have the Andre the Giant Battle Royal listed on here, probably because it's going to be held tomorrow night. It's going to be on. Um, yeah, it's going to be on SmackDown. Yep. Um, right before they have the Hall of Fame induction. Oh, did we even mention the Steiners going in? We didn't. Forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah the Steiners are going in the Hall of Fame. But, I mean, right now they've got Undertaker, Vader, Charmel, and the Steiners. One of these things is not like the other. Yeah. I'm still trying to figure out besides the fact that she's from Texas, so they didn't have to pay a huge transportation fee. I mean, she's from Texas and she's Booker T's wife, but I mean, no disrespect to her, but what contribution has she made to professional wrestling? She's, she wasn't a manager. She wasn't a commentator. She wasn't a ring announcer. She wasn't a wrestler. Nothing. She, she was more of a valet yeah a valet role than anything else and but i mean that was that was mainly in a bunch of backstage skits with teddy long and then she was queen charmel when booker t was the king king booker <coughs> Five that's why he couldn't win it again because it'd kill that gimmick yeah <laughs> you know five times well, no, six no five yeah but he did win it six times but he, he won the was... he won the wcw title five but then he won the world heavyweight title once in WWE. So, but you know, he still said five times. He still says five <laughs> times. Yeah. Um, but she didn't do anything, you know, positive or negative, you know, but nothing she did really left a lasting impact. Right. You know, and that's what I look for is the impact that the person left. I mean, we know Undertaker, obviously, we know the impact he had. Um, yeah. Vader, one of the best big men ever. I mean, the man yeah. was 400 pounds doing moonsaults off the top rope. Yep. Um, the Steiners, and I know a lot of people are, are have some issues with Scott Steiner going in. He's not going in solo. He's going as part of the Steiner brothers. And Steiners are still, for me, top one. They're in the top five greatest tag teams of all time. Oh, oh absolutely. I mean, the things they were able to do and with guys of their size. I mean, you got to think. Scott was a smaller of the two when they were tagging and he was about 240 pounds mm-hmm. and he of was muscle. doing yeah, of muscle and he was doing her Karanas and just some of the stuff, some of the moves that they came up with were just ridiculous. Uh, now that one, I will, the, one of the only times I will ever, ever correct you. Nope. It's the, uh, the Frankensteiner. Oh yeah. 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 Him yeah. is a Frankensteiner. Yeah. Uh, well, not, not, not just because of, you know, what was named after him, but because he always did it straight back, whereas a Hurricane Rana, they always That's twist. true. Yeah, that's true. Um, um, but the fact he but, could do it from a just a standing jump, he didn't have to run yeah. and jump up. I mean, he did it. They're coming at him. He jumps up. And like you said, I, I was kind of surprised about how not tall he was mm-hmm. when yep. I met him. I mean, he's a, maybe about 5'10". Yeah. And, you know, Rick Steiner, same way, because I mean, we always saw him on TV. I mean, they just looked huge, but, and now granted they are still jacked. Yeah. 
but I mean, he's five ten. Yeah. And jumping up, I mean, I couldn't jump up and wrap my legs around somebody's head and then do immediately and do then, a backflip. Yep. And gripping them with your legs to bring them over. And I mean, look at look at what they've done in wrestling. I mean, they've won the IWGP tag team titles, WWE, NWA, WCW. I mean, if there were tag belts to win, they've won them. Yeah. And you know, they were able, both of them were able to reinvent themselves uh, mm-hmm. from how they, you know, first started. Because, I mean, Rick Steiner, remember, he was part of, uh, he was part of Hot Stuff Incorporated. Yep. You know, with Eddie Gilbert and Sting. Yep. He was part of Hot Stuff Incorporated. And then he was in the Varsity Club. Yep. And which I love the Varsity Club. Oh, that yeah. Was, absolutely. That. Um, that it wouldn't surprise me if Jim Ross was the one who actually came up with that because he was very big about, um, you know, college athletes, and he would yeah. always say, "Hey, they're from this college, this college." I mean, because they mm-hmm. had it gave them a a legitimate background. Yeah. Um, and but then when they when they were a team together, their matches that they had like with Harlem Heat, mm-hmm. and then you know, so the matches they because they also went against the Road Warriors at times, and you know, they were giving them you know just hard hitting brutal matches. Yeah. If you want to see some hard hitting matches, check out uh, go to the WCW section on. Uh, anybody that's not familiar with the Steiners' work and want to see some hard-hitting tag team wrestling, go check out the Steiners versus Doom. I was going to say Doom was the other tag team I was missing. Yeah, any time that they wrestled Doom, those matches were fantastic. Yeah, because they had they had the match with Doom, and this is when they still had the masks on. Mm-hmm. And I felt really stupid because I had not figured out who they were yet. Um, oh, really? Actually, I had figured out that one of them was Butch Reed mm-hmm. right as the match started because I had literally also had just figured out that they were black. I don't know why I didn't notice that before. <laughs> I mean, um, but didn't, I didn't even realize it. Um, well, I also didn't realize that Johnny B. Bad, you know, wasn't black. Right. Until all of a sudden, like everything he was doing looked like Little Richard uh-huh. started fading away. I'm like, that's a white dude. <laughs> Man. He did that pretty well. Yeah. Um, but I had just figured out it was Butch Reed. And during that match, remember, uh, I think it was Rick Steiner ran by him and grabbed the mask and just pulled it right off of him. He yeah. was like, Yeah. He like, <laughs> and, and of course, then after they won, then Ron Simmons had to unmask. Had to take his off. Yeah. Or they'd be like, the stipulation was if, if either of them refused to take the mask off, then they would be suspended for six months. Both of them would be both suspended. of them would be suspended for six months. Yeah, yeah. And, and I want to say, um, woman Nancy Sullivan, she was their manager. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, but yeah, but you know, like Dwayne said, you know, you want to see some just hard hitting, brutal matches with four just naturally just big, strong athletes. Yeah, yeah, the Steiners against Doom. Um, because did Butch Reed play college ball anywhere? I think he did. I'm okay. not sure where, but I think he played college ball too. Uh, but if he didn't, you know what? I'm going to look it up right now. Um, <laughs> because Butch Reed was always another one that was known for just being like ridiculously strong. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he played uh, Central Missouri. Okay. Good. So, so there we go. We knew it. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so the Steiners are going in. That was just kind of a, like announced just like a couple of days ago. They're like, hey, uh, by the way, Steiners are going in. 
Yes, I was going. <laughs> it's like, and and actually another match with the Steiners that if you ever get a chance to check it out, it is the Steiners against the Hearts, and it was a rare face versus face. Yeah, yeah, match. yeah. And there was they they pulled off some moves in that match that uh, that were well, and I say they actually it was Scott Steiner pulled off some moves in that match that even this day just watching them I'm I'm still just like. Um, mm-hmm. it was the first time I ever saw that, that suplex pile driver thing that he did, you know, where he's holding oh, him up for a vertical suplex and the then screwdriver. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Because he did it against Owen and it was like, Oh, I mean, he yeah. just, it just came out of nowhere. And then the other one was that, I think they're referring to it as a tilt world slam where they're coming off the ropes, you know, he throws against the ropes and they're coming off and he grabs it from the side, but then picks them up and then twists them all the way around and then comes down with them. Bam. I mean, and it just, it's so quick. Yeah. yeah. And I want to say he did that one to Brett, uh, but the match ended in a double DQ. And then of course they all shook hands and hugged afterwards. I'm sorry. I didn't mean, you know, just, uh, I didn't mean to get mad. I'm sorry, sorry man. You know, we're all good guys. We can't be mad at each other, but, um, but yeah, the match itself is absolutely fantastic. And I, and I'm glad to see them going in. And I know Scott Steiner. I mean, like I said, he's one that, the opinion of him, a lot of people just don't have a real strong opinion because I mean, because he is, you know, if bad like a better he's mouthy, yeah. you know, he just says whatever. And, you know, but as a team, absolutely. They, yeah. they deserve well it. Deserved. Yep. Uh, but yeah, but they're going to have that. And I'm guessing they're going to have it after the Andre, the giant Memorial battle Royal, because really what can they do on SmackDown? Um, Nothing really. I don't think just, a lot of video packages and last minute promos is all I can really think of. And some matches with people that aren't on the card. Well, I take that back because Ricochet is defending the intercontinental title against, uh, Umberto. Oh yeah. And the, Angel. The yep. Um, well, the first match that they have listed for the second night, uh, by the way, Justin just texted me and he said, send me the link. And so I just said, Hey, what's your best email address? Um, or you know what? I'm just gonna send it to him across Facebook Messenger. Or never mind, he's he's sending me the email address now. I get a bit. Um, but what was I saying? I, I totally just lost my train of thought. Uh the the matches for night two. Uh the first one is the the four-way, the fatal four-way tag team match for the women's tag team next. Um I'm not Good. even um, the problem is they haven't built this up very well and they don't really care about the women's tag team titles. Um, but Carmella and Zelina Vega, they're, they're losing good. They're going to lose. They're going to split up all this stuff. Um, I just don't know who is going to win. I personally think that Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan should win, but I could see, Sasha Banks and Naomi winning. Uh, okay, I'm trying to get this this email address correct. It looks like there might be a typo in it, but I'm about to find out. And you know what else I'm going to do? I'm also going to I'm going to send it to him in a like a Facebook Messenger uh, post as well. All right. Um, 
Is it copy invitation? No one. Sorry, folks. Um, uh, but continue on, Dwayne. You know, inter, uh, inter, entertain our guest. Yeah, I was just <laughs> saying. I think um, you know, there's going to be a uh, a title change because Carmella and Zelina are going to lose because they've been feuding and you know they're going to split up anyway. Um, I feel like Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan should win. Uh, that to but, me would make sense more sense than any of the other ones. Yeah, but I mean, I could see them giving it to Sasha and Naomi, but. Just my prediction is Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan win the tag titles. <coughs> and let me see who the other ones are here in a second, as soon as I'm able to get off my phone. And sent to your Facebook Messenger. There we go. All right, cool. So now uh, back to our regular scheduled program. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so, um, and as I'm going to go look, the other teams, ah, here we go. He, he's made it <coughs> already. <coughs> Justin is connecting to audio. Hello, sir. Hey, how you doing? Can you hear me? Yep. What's going on? Not much. I mean, you caught us right as we're going to go into the second half of WrestleMania. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. Yep. Um, I actually really just just really quickly got home. I wanted to make sure I was in a perfect setting for you guys. Um, and yeah, by the way, Dwayne really hasn't had the tour of you know well what's behind you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I I just try to you know. I thought it would be nice to have something people could look at behind me. So yeah. I got like a, I got the Rams jersey that when they won the uh, NFC championship, I also had the Bengals one as well. I'll swap out once in a while. Um, this Merriman jersey behind me is my uncle. You no know, resemblance of, you know, for him, you know, just put it up there. Um, we actually that, uh, you know, we have the license plate and then this TNC sports talk sign that was made back at Cavalcade uh, Customs down in uh, Cincinnati back at the beginning of the year. Oh, okay. So, and then I kind of got into some new uh, interesting uh, hobbies and collectibles. Um, while Trey, you know, collects Funko Pops, I collect bobblehead dolls. And I just picked up, uh, you know, an honorary of The Undertaker. I just picked up the Undertaker bobblehead doll from cool. the WWE oh, shop. Nice. So it's kind of like just hobby. <coughs> People could enjoy the background, you know. And for for anybody you know uh, who doesn't know, this is Justin from the Jay and Trey podcast, TNC Sports Talk uh, show. Uh, you've heard us talk about him, and we've heard uh, obviously we've said mostly good things about you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's always been good because, like I told people, they've always been good to us, so we try to be as good to them as what we can. Um, you know, so yeah, this is finally Justin can be on our show, <laughs> and um, and you told me that you were actually wanting to talk about um a possible project yeah so um i was actually uh, messaging um big mama earlier today from okay. wf and you know how they're having their woman's event what may 28th i believe which is about um, two months out yes yeah, it's it's memorial day weekend i yeah. know that and so 
you know, I, I'm a very firm, you know, kind of ambassador, we want to say, um, to, you know, encouraging and supporting the women's rise in professional wrestling mm-hmm. and pretty much in all sports. And so I really feel like uh, for me, um, trying to help support this event that they have coming up in May. Um, so uh, we're going to at least, I know the TNC Sports Talk, uh, when we would like to extend the, you know, project out to you guys, if you guys want to help maybe t- you know get involved as well, we want to try to raise some sort of fundings to help support them on their event. Um, exactly how much, I don't really quite know, um, but we're, we're just going to, you know, do our best to try to help support and then help, you know, promote their stuff. You know, I got a um, just been confirmed that uh, Big Mama will be on May 8th on our show. Okay. And so kind of just kind of getting, you know, in the month of May, we're going to try to get a couple of those uh, female, uh, fi- you know, you know, talent, you know, superstars trying to, you know, maybe come on our show, uh, maybe pass them your way as well and kind of, sh- you know, sh- share that, uh, you know, that, I guess, spotlight, whatever you want to call it. But I want to come together and try to maybe raise something to help uh, help support them. I'm actually going to send you something on Facebook Messenger because Big Mama actually sent this to me. Oh. Um, do you remember when we were talking to her at Ludlow? Yeah, yeah. And she said that she was going to send me something, uh, but it wasn't for public knowledge yet. Uh-huh. Uh, well, this is the thing that she sent to me because two weeks later it became public. Um, and I'm surprised they haven't actually mentioned more of it, but it's a way you can actually um, sponsor. Um, there you go. It, it's a way you, they they have rooms for, for sponsors, basically, for advertisers. You know, you can get yourself in the program. You can get yourself in, uh, like, depending on what package you get. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you could even have one where you are spot. They will say, this match is sponsored by the TNC Sports Talk. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. I just sent it to you. So, uh, but yeah, absolutely. I mean, and if we, if, you know, if you want to collaborate, because I was going to um, try to do something myself, but actually so is my wife, because my wife has yeah. a travel agency. Mm-hmm. And but then my car went in the shop and then I got it out and it's back in the shop again. <laughs> wow. So, um, and it's going to be all in all between the two trips, it's going to be about four grand that I've been having to spend on this car that we're about to trade in once it comes back out of the shop. She just got a new car. Yeah, yeah, we're going to be getting a new car here soon. But yeah, but it's really it's the 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 few thousand dollars I've had to spend in fixing this car that cut into the money I was going to use, you know, for that. If I need to let I let Big Mama, you know, I yeah. need to actually let her know that because I know we we've talked a couple times about me sponsor. But yeah, uh, uh-huh. but that may be something you know maybe if you want to collab yeah. between the two shows. What do you think, Dwell? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm I think it's a great idea. Um. Because, yeah, you think you're a big supporter of women's wrestling? Look at the man right there. <laughs> you, you know, it's just, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of this event. I mean, it doesn't happen often. They really right. don't get a lot of spotlight. I mean, how, how often do we go to NWF wrestling events and we don't see a lot of female, you know, matches? And I kind of wish they put more out there. And, um, you know, I just thought maybe something that, you know, with, uh, you know, Trey reaching out to, you know, maybe some of his people get the word around have them come, you know, come back to one place where they could just kind of put it on the bundle. And then, you know, uh, on the day of the event, you know, here's whatever we could collect, you know, just for support. I mean, you know, for them. Oh, I, I definitely agree. I mean, I, and I think that'd be a, uh, an absolutely fantastic idea. So um, after, well, not necessarily right after the show, because right after the show, I'm probably going to go to bed because I'm old. 
Yeah, it's gonna be late. <laughs> it's gonna be late for Steve, but yeah, um, you know, and you know, and of course, I have to make sure I'm up in time to to hopefully catch your show tomorrow at right ten o'clock. I have a meeting. Oh, oh no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I believe I have a meeting at like 1030. I'd have to, I'm not oh, going to wow. pull up my work computer to look, but, um, but if I That's can, fine. I'm gonna try to catch, you know, I've been trying to catch it, you know, because now my work yeah, hours yeah. aren't, aren't as crazy. <laughs> uh, I mean, you can ask Dwayne a couple of shows, you know, I came on and, and afterwards, Dwayne was like, dude, I can tell you are tired because I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, but yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, we'll discuss some more details. Uh, but right now, since we're talking about the second half of the show, and I don't want to spoil your show because I also want to okay. give them kind of a plug because I know you're actually going to be talking about this very thing tomorrow oh, yeah. on, on your show. Um, but we've already covered the first half, so I want to worry about that. And, you know, as well, you know, I was saying about there's no stipulation matches. There is one. And because there's actually, one. there's one. And it's a match that nobody really cares about, even the people participating. That nobody asked for. Yeah, nobody wanted this. Nobody wanted oh. to see Johnny Knoxville in a ring. Yeah, I'm just and, going. To, for me, this is another one of those matches that I care absolutely nothing about. Johnny Knoxville is going to win this match. Yeah, because they're burying I mean, Sami Zayn. Well, that and I mean, I'll give it to Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn has found his spot. He has mm -hmm. found what works for him within the WWE you know, machine, so to speak. Um, so he's going to lose. They're going to have, they're going to have a big brawl because it is like no holds barred and all that. Johnny Knoxville is going to do some crazy stunt work probably, but Johnny Knoxville will win this match. And it'll be one of those matches that I'll just be sitting there like, well, actually I'll be, I'll be watching on my phone. Cause we've got like a busy weekend, like, all weekend and into Monday. So I'll be like this going, is there any way I can fast forward? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and like on that, and this is the second night. So I was going to yeah. say, yeah, well, isn't there another final four game? No, no, you know, yeah. so it's like, is there something else? So can I just, I'm just going to watch Hulu until this is over. <laughs> uh, by the way, Carolina, the Carolina game. I don't want to mention that other team. Um, the Carolina game, by the way, Dwayne's also a big Carolina fan. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I'm 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 rooting for the for Carolina. I, oh, I really yeah. am. Um, just because I mean it's going to be a really good game. Um, I'm I'm trying to make some of the other team, but yeah, uh, but you know it's going to be a really good game, and I'm rooting for. I'm honestly rooting for Carolina and Kansas in the finals. That's kind of where yeah. I want to see it at. But um, talking about the game uh, really fast, did you guys hear about uh, what happened today? A um, I mean, well, let me ask you guys this. Uh, would you be, would you guys feel upset um, if maybe let's say for example hypothetically SummerSlam was at the end of July or end of August and Joe Burrow the first game of the season right of the Bengals and SummerSlam are on the same day and Joe Burrow says you know what and you know it's a once in a lifetime opportunity Eric, Eric Church you're yes. talking about Eric Church yeah yeah Joe, I was, you hear about I was that? kind of pissed no, off I didn't hear about, about that. that Eric Church. Uh, had a concert Saturday night in San Antonio. He canceled the concert because he's a huge North Carolina fan and he wants to watch Carolina and Duke in the final four. Oh, and I'm like, dude, um, uh, that's and the fans uh, are letting him have it. Oh, that's a bad, bad. I don't care what the reason is. You don't yeah, tell them 
Yeah, that's not a good look. You know, yeah. you, you say I've got like pneumonia or athlete's foot or something like that. You don't tell them you're going to cancel it to go watch a basketball game. It doesn't matter what what the game is because they paid no. money to yeah. see him. They've paid. They've made travel arrangements, all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's not a good look. Yeah. So, wow. Um, can I can I ask you guys a question here for Sammy Zane and Johnny Knoxville? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all, this is all just entertainment purposes, right? If you're bringing right. a celebrity to fill in time, they really undervalued that intercontinental championship, putting on Ricochet and then now having him to face, you know, two you know, a tag team on SmackDown. Yep. Wouldn't it have been better or more entertaining, and just in my opinion, to have the t- IC title at Mania with Sami Zayn and Knoxville? And let's just say, just carry it out. Knoxville wins the IC title for the week. That's the conversation of the week. Johnny Knoxville is now and you know a non WWE uh, superstar that has the Intercontinental Championship and then drops it again on SmackDown. I mean, for me, there's a little, mm. at least a little bit more published uh, formality going for the IC title compared to it being defended in a match that. I mean, which one we care more about, Knoxville and Sane or Ricochet taking on Angel Garza and Humberto? And me personally. Uh, I care more about Ricochet facing really? Humberto, and yeah, I care nothing about Sami Zayn and okay. Johnny Knoxville. Just simple fact is, I I've never been a fan of a celebrity taking a wrestler's spot on any card, but especially on WrestleMania. Yeah. Even as far back as LT and Bam Bam Bigelow, I didn't agree with that then. Right. I also didn't agree with them being the main event of that pay-per-view either. But I just don't – I mean, I get they're trying to get the casual fan in and all that, but I just think it's disrespectful to the guys who work their tails off night in and night out to get that opportunity at Mania and then don't get it because, well, oh, I'm trying to get these casual people in, so I'm going to put Johnny mm-hmm. Knoxville and logan paul and even bring pat mcafee off commentary and just like i know you got pat mcafee and austin theory yeah that's the very next match actually i don't care about that match either simply because it's if you want if you're trying to build up austin theory there's a hundred different ways to do it without having him face you know i know pat mcafee is a commentator for WWE, <clears throat> excuse me, voice is starting to go out. Um, <clears throat> but he's still, he's a former football player. You know, he's, he's still a celebrity in a sense. And they could have put Ricochet defending the Intercontinental title against Austin Theory mm-hmm. if you wanted to build up Austin Theory. Yep. You know, considering that Brock Lesnar and Austin Theory just went through what at least what 10 minutes, maybe five, 10 minutes in the ring, you know, chamber before you know was over with. You kind of built him up. He got, I mean, you got you mentioned this. Yeah. He he was the one who at the end of the night got over. Yeah. You know, yeah. and now you're putting him back down. And for me, this is no disrespect to Pat McAfee. I mean, he's been in the ring before. It's just there's no built up for it. I mean, no, I, I mean. I, I thought I was going to see Austin Theory invade Pat McAfee at the Pat McAfee show when Vince McMahon was on. I was very disappointed in that interview because Monday Night Raw prior to that, they were teasing about, you know, hey, did Austin Theory need to come to Pat McAfee show? 
in as a you know what bodyguard to Vince McMahon. So yeah. there was just really no purposeful buildup. Um, well, yeah, because boxing. it's like that, that's like classic WWE because it's like they will we're going to give you these little tidbits to to lead you to think that it's leading to something, and then we're just going to forget all about it and move yeah. on to something else. And one of the things also I've kind of noticed about Pat McAfee, his talk show has become like the hottest thing since Sunburn lately. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so um, he, so since he already is a commentator for the WWE, I know he's not going to be bringing dis- discredit to the sport. And the only celebrity, which I'll give a pass to honestly is bad bunny. And that's yes. because bad yes. bunny. I mean, before the match, la- before WrestleMania last year, we're like, why is bad bunny in there? Then after the match, we're like, Oh my God, did you see yeah. what Bad Bunny did? Yeah. The dude was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, he's, he's the only magic. celebrity that gets a pass for me. Everybody else, it's like, I need no you way. to just. Yeah. You're also your, wondering why, you know, way. after a great performance at the Rumble, why isn't he not in this year's WrestleMania? Yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, he, I mean, he took an F5 from Brock Lesnar at the Rumble match. Why did he not get an opportunity? I'd rather see Bad Bunny than Pat McAfee, Johnny Knoxville, even. Especially um, Logan Paul. Logan Paul, exactly. I agree. Oh, Especially um, Logan Paul. I yeah. need Logan Paul to go away, just away. And you know, I'm just not looking at this the second night, and the number of people on the second night because there's a lot more tag team. There's a fatal four way tag match and triple threat mm-hmm. tag match, mm-hmm. and even because the next one is RK Bro, Street Profits, and the Alpha Academy for the Raw Tag Team Championship. Honestly, don't know what to think about that one. It's hard. That one's kind of hard to call. I'm going to go with the street profits. Uh, let me ask I, you this: um, one of the big questions teasing around: Will Randy Orton turn on Riddle at Mania? I hope so. Yeah, I think I, so. I think he I will think because I, they I would, think it's I think yeah. it's time. Yep. I think especially uh, I think the street profits are going to win the tag titles. May turn heel in the process because they've been kind of you know leaning that way. Mm-hmm. Here, here lately, but even if they don't, Street Profits need to win this. Then yes, they can go on and have a good feud with Alpha Academy because I think that would be a really good matchup. And then Randy turns on Riddle. That way, we get that program going forward. But yeah, I think they'll lose the tag titles. Riddle's going to get hit with an RKO, mm. which is going to pop the crowd. The crowd's not going to boo Randy at this point. Nah. Uh, RKO out of nowhere. Yeah, exactly. If you also think about it, and I don't know, maybe you guys talked about this, and I apologize if you guys did. Night one is more stacked than night two because of everything going on with the NCAA basketball tournament, you know, Final Four. There's a lot more, like Seth Rollins in that match. Isn't that night one also? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, you have KO. Plus, they have the um, KO show is supposed right? to be on night, night one. one. That yeah. from I mean Trey mentioned this this morning and I don't know how true it is and I disagree if that's the case. They said that the KO show is supposed to main event be the last thing that comes on. Yes, yeah, and that, I don't agree with that. I don't um, either. I think I think it needs to be honestly it needs to be Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair because they have the most selling point and people mm-hmm. are more involved you know involved into it. Uh, one of the things that with Charlotte and Ronda. Um, They've let this storyline sit for like the last five weeks and they've been just been back and forth on the you know microphone mm-hmm. that they haven't really 
sold me as what they did on Monday with Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair. You know what I'm saying? Right. I agree. Steve and I talked about this. Um, it should be Becky and Bianca should be main eventing. And Ronda Charlotte should start off the show. I agree with that too. Right. And yep. then find the KO show in the middle. Um, yeah. You talk yeah. about the roller coaster. That's a roller coaster, or at least to be the be the show, uh, be the segment before the main event. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because right about that time, because the Carolina game is the second game, so it's not going to going to be starting until like quarter after nine. Right. You got to think what's going to be going on at the time. They're going to try to put they're, – they're going to be wasting Austin if they're going to try to put him against what's shaping up to be the most watched college football – college, college basketball game of this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so somebody needs to buy them a sports calendar. Well, and, yeah. and, then, and then the fact that they don't – it's still not confirmed that it's been, it's going to be a match or not. Maybe he just come down and does some, you know, you know, talking and some, you know, move. <laughs> I mean, that makes a difference. If he's going to actually be a bell to bell match, it may a lot of people, more people will watch than just a KO segment. I don't think it'll be bell to bell. It's right. 19 years is a long time to not compete at mm-hmm. all. I mean, he hasn't had yeah, nothing. any competition in 19 years. He's got two bad knees and a bad neck. Right. I think and a brawl is the most you're going to get. Now, the right about here is where Austin could say, hey, I can't I can't fight because, you know, I got a bad knee and dry bonic redneck. You know, <coughs> I'm going to have somebody <coughs> fight for me. This could be where Cody also <coughs> shows up. Yeah. I would I, I would honestly like like to see something where Kevin Owens tries to back out last <coughs> minute and then you get – you know, Shawn Michaels, JBL, Booker T, mm. people who he's heckled over the last three months come out and basically put him back in the ring. They're all from Texas. Yeah. And from the Texas. Undertaker's from Texas. And the Undertaker. Um, and then having Kevin Von Erich haven't come out, you know, sorry guys. Um but yeah, and you know, the next match is listed on here should be a good match, but I'm just, I'm still not looking forward to it because I think it's just, it doesn't do it for me. It's Edge and AJ Styles. Mm. That should be a good match. It should. But I think. It, I think just, it will be a good match. It's just I need Edge to go home. I just yeah. need him to retire. It. It's done. You've come. You've come back. You know. You. You came back. You know. Defied the odds. You know. We were told you'd never be able to wrestle again. You worked your way back. You've had a good run, but. I keep saying he's on borrowed time. It's only going to take one missed move or one land the wrong way. And he's in worse shape than he was when he retired. Well, maybe that's why you put him up against a guy like AJ Styles, who's been in the business for 20 plus years still, and is still that, you know, he can, you know, you know, oh, what yeah, type of work you get out of AJ Styles. Yeah. There's yeah. a say that, you know, there's, there's not too many wrestlers that are safer than AJ Styles. To be Would in Baron the ring Corbin with. be safer than AJ Styles? Because I heard Baron Corbin's pretty safe. Yeah, I've heard that too. But I think it'll be a good match. I'm just not. It's I, another I, one of those. They haven't built you know, it up. You know good. what it is for me is that Edge is wanting to have these so-called dream matches before he maybe gives it up to a, a up-and-coming star. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, AJ Styles was probably one guy he would love to go back in time and have a match with. And that's why he's lasting another round. But yeah, I do agree. I mean, there's 
There's not much more he could do. I mean, when he came back from the Rumble match last year, right? He won the Matt Rumble match last year. And then that turned into a Danielson a triple threat match. Yeah. And he's never really re-looked at. His purpose of coming back was, hey, I want to recapture the title that I never lost. And right. he never really kind of paint that picture again after well, the feud with Seth Rollins. Well, he, and he also keeps getting hurt again. Right. Yes. Yeah. And that, that yeah. also is like, that's a hint and a half right there. You need to just go ahead and hey, yeah. you, you have nothing left to prove. I mean, nobody's yeah. going to look down on him because he's edge. Matter I mean, of fact, you could actually charter your career by keep on going. I mean, look at yes. Goldberg, to be honest. I mean, I enjoy Goldberg, but mm-hmm. I mean, every match you go out there, you can't prove. I said, listen, I'm a big taker fan. Um, I would argue that I'm a bigger taker fan than, you know, both of you guys combined, but I even, I, I was like, dude, when you got pinned, when you got pinned by Brock Lesnar, I think it was time. Yeah. You know, just, yeah. you said you lived on the WrestleMania career. You're, you, you know, you broke the streak is broken or even after Roman reigns, like that was it. Like, man, that was supposed to be it, but that's why he left all his stuff in the ring. But he, he said his performance was subpar. Right, and, and then so, John Cena, yeah. that could have so been it thing. too. And every performance after that was subpar, except for the Boneyard match because it was designed to make him look good. And the only you reason know? why John Cena was good was because it was a one-way match. Yeah, it was a squash. Yeah. Uh but so what do you think AJ is going to go over or Edge? And who should go over? Okay, AJ should go over, mm-hmm. but I believe Edge will win. Unfortunately, yeah, I can say that. Exactly. I feel Edge um, needs this win more because right now he's still trying to prove that he could still make it in the ring. I feel like that's the only thing. I mean, he mentioned on what Monday that he like both of them needed AJ Styles doesn't need this match. Mm-hmm. Edge needs this match more than anything else that is because true. he needs to prove that he could still go. Yeah. Um, and not that, but AJ could you know kind of say I'm getting revenge because when Edge came back in that Royal Rumble, <laughs> all of a sudden after being gone for nine years. He speared AJ and separated yeah, shoulder. Yeah. Yep. yeah. You know, so, uh, but the next match is one that was just set up. And I texted Dwayne and I said, Hey, Bobby Lashley's back. Oh my God. They're putting him in a program with almost. And sure enough, that was what they scheduled yep. for WrestleMania. Oh, uh, why are they doing this to Bobby Lashley? Can I, can I be honest with you? I heard that. Yeah, I don't know how much these rumors stand true. Um, What's the deal with Gable Stevenson supposed to be appearing at WrestleMania? I thought he would have been a great opponent for uh, for Omos or almost. Um, I haven't heard I, much about Gable. I mean, I know who he is, but he's supposed to be. I think he's supposed to be at WrestleMania, but I don't think he can compete just yet because I don't okay. think he can compete till after he graduates. Okay, he hasn't graduated yet. I don't think so. Okay. I give it like a month or two, depending on what his college is. I'm getting excited to see him, to be honest. He he won the NCAA heavyweight wrestling title again, but I think he's got to graduate first before they'll let him compete. Yeah, I I don't know how that affects their amateur status, you know, because even though it is a work, but he's still getting paid to do the things that he may have. Yeah, so. Yep. um, But. Uh, that's when you know almost is going to win yeah almost is going to win which is ridiculous because bobby lashley is former wwe champion mm-hmm. you know a recent former wwe champion mm-hmm. and almost is still green i mean i know very he's green. Learn, but yes. my thing is 
send him to NXT. That's, you know, you rebuilt NXT to be a true developmental. So send him down there so he can develop. Oh, and bring, he him, and bring uh, back Aziz. Aziz has wrestled yeah. 10 times in the past yeah. seven years, he, something like he that. Has had, he has had mm-hmm. 10 television matches in seven years. Yeah. <laughs> so that's just horrible. Yeah. Uh, and this match is probably going to be horrible. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm going to do like a Charles Barker. That's terrible. That's terrible. It is. Terrible. Um, terrible. So did I miss something or did we never get to see the feud finish between Omos and AJ Styles? Like, I thought nope. that would have been a great no, WrestleMania just, match. They just dropped it. Just it just disappeared. They said AJ went to NXT for a couple of weeks, and then they had one match, almost, pre, almost pretty much squashed AJ, and then that was the end of the feud. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, and in the very last match, we all know what it is. Yep. Brock and Roman, supposed to be unifying the titles. You know, we'll see if they actually do unify the titles, but um, I, the third time they're having this match and there's no stipulations with it, they should have put like Paul Heyman on a forklift or something. Hell in uh, a Cell match. I'm, I'm sorry. Hell in a Cell. That's the only way to conclude this chapter. Well, they had a Hell in a Cell match before, though. But this time it's but, Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns. Nowhere to go. Yeah, yeah mm. very true. Um, <coughs> oh, excuse me. Sorry. You know, this is such a hard one to call because <clears throat> I mean I can't even figure out who should win and who we win, who will win. And if you think about their past rivalries, <clears throat> and they haven't really lived up to the expectation. I mean, I don't yeah. know. I, I had the article on my show on the show uh, a couple of days ago where they kind of failed at the this rivalry since day one. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it all goes back to you know even Seth Rollins cashing in. At WrestleMania, it didn't get that same conclusion for who's the better man, and they they kind of failed it each and every time. Uh, they they them two meet, and they have the perfect opportunity to have this. Since I I feel like this is the only way to go. I don't know what else. I mean, okay, what do it like a Paul Ellering where you put him in the cage and he surrendered up, um, or one yeah. of those matches. I don't believe in that. Yeah. I don't believe in believe in the whole. If you win, you get five minutes of uh, with Paul Heyman type thing. But I mean, how in the cell? would have been great to end out WrestleMania this year. Well, I mean, who's walking out with the win? Roman. You think Roman? Think it's got to be. It, it's got to be Roman. It's not. It works if it's Roman. Yeah. It doesn't, it's going to be. Yeah. To me, it doesn't work if it's Brock. Because Roman what? is, you know, Roman's built this tribal tree, this head of the table character to where people are into it. He's getting the reactions that Vince was trying to force, you know, four or five years ago. He's getting those reactions now. And I think you get a lot better matches and a lot better stories if Roman is the unified champion. Especially can I ask you you guys a question for like a future reference? Yeah. Uh, You know, there's a hypothetical statement, and this is just hypothetically. Um the Dwayne Johnson and Roman Reigns next year's WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. If they are to go to that route, maybe, you know, Roman Reigns has had this title for how long? He's been on air. He's been the face for how long? Isn't he overdue for maybe some time off air? What happens if you bring him, if you give the title to Brock, he helps run SmackDown, you re-image the new title for, because you got to change the title image if you're going to bring another one for, you know, for Raw and redo it that way. 
And then maybe around Survivor Series, maybe around SummerSlam, bring Roman back, you know, conquer Brock Lesnar once again, be the reign of the thrones, and then kind of start building your way to WrestleMania that way. Because in that way, you give Roman Reigns a little bit of time off. You, you know, you know, you know his conditions and how they come right. and go. I mean, I kind of feel like it's almost time for him just to take a, some time off with the Usos, you know, and just kind of just, you know, get ready for what's to come next year. Uh, well, one of the things when they keep having the same two people in a match together, you know, like this, and they're like, yeah, this feud is draw money, but the problem is then you run into the situation that like what happened at the Royal Rumble 2014 with Cena and Randy Orton, where people were booing them because they were tired of seeing them. You know, yeah, I mean, having elevated though, I mean, yeah. look at Edge and Seth Rollins that or that feud, they elevated it to a hell in a cell match. Which, if it, if it wasn't, it would have just died out. I think we we're done seeing Edge and Seth Rollins for what at Crown Jewel last uh, fall. Something, whoever you're gonna say, Dwayne. I mean, um, sorry. I was gonna say that, um, with I, I see what you're saying, but the thing is. Brock only works so many days. Yep. And if you put the belt on him, if you put the unified title on him, then you run the risk of what you've always had since Brock's come back. And that's, you've got huge gaps of no world champion on your show. And I think just with Roman, Roman doesn't have to wrestle every week, but I think just Roman's presence on the show brings more people in than Brock like it's a difference between the casual fan and the wrestling fan the casual fan is going to show up for Lesnar and they're going to disappear as quick as he does Mm -hmm. the wrestling fan is going to show up for Roman because they've seen the work that he's put in to this character and I get what you're saying about him needing some time off and everything but right now there's nobody for him to lose to there's no, they haven't, they've done a fantastic job of letting him build his character into something phenomenal, but they haven't built any credible channel challengers to challenge him. That's why we're getting another match with him and Brock. I can think of one person that could live up to the potential of challenging him and defeating him, but I don't know if one, he is all the way ready, and two, if the WWE is willing to put that on him at this moment because of what he's doing somewhere else. Who's that? That's Braun Breaker. Think about he's, another big hit that could He possibly- will be eventually. He's not ready. He's been in the business, what, a year? No, yeah. but he's already gotten in NXT. But, oh, yeah, I mean, big he's, pop. Yeah. yeah, he's, I think, do I think he's main roster ready? Actually, yes. Yes. But he is not main event ready. Not yeah. not main that, roster main that event. That Roman ready. caliber. That's yes. a lot to throw in somebody <laughs> um, that young oh. to say, okay, we're going to put the company on your back now. Yeah. Now, go. Um, and his dad would probably, and his uncle both would probably tell him, no, you're not ready yet. Right. Yeah. You know, you will be eventually, but you're not ready just yet. Uh, but just now that we're in through the card, I mean, I want to. Um, because a lot of times when we advertise your podcast, and yes, yeah, sorry, I'm kind of changing the subject a little bit. When, when we advertise, um, we don't, I feel like we don't give you enough due as far as where all can people can actually find your podcast. Because obviously you're on YouTube because you stream like what is next week? You're going like all seven days. Yes. Um, are, you, I just, are you trying not to sleep? 
<laughs> um, yeah, I'm not going to get no sleep next week. Um, <laughs> I felt like it was just, it was due. Like, you know, listen, the hype after WrestleMania, you got to be in there Monday, getting you ready for Monday Night Raw. And then after the, the aftermath of Raw is always something to talk about. And then we got Noah Gabriel on Wednesday. And then, you know, it's our regular week. We might as well just finish out the week if we're already gotten that far into it. So, right. Yeah, I'm definitely I'm doing I'm doing a marathon next week, but I do feel like putting in the work is uh it's definitely worth it. Uh you'll have a great show with Noah. I mean, what Oh yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. one of our, been one of our favorite guests. I mean, um and that's saying something because we've had a lot. Of, we've haven't had any bad guests at all. Mm-hmm. Uh but Noah was one of the ones that just the impression he left on us. And then if you get to know him as a human being, mm-hmm. you know, it's even more so. Um yeah. yeah, it's such a great guy, man. So that that should I'm looking forward to if I can't watch it live, I would definitely be making it a point. I'm going to watch this one after the fact because I'm not always able to catch even your shows even after the fact. Yeah, trust me, the last few weeks have just been oh god, <laughs> <laughs> they've been bad. I'm texting to Dwayne eight o'clock. I'm still at the office. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then you're going to have Big Mama coming on, man. That that's absolutely fantastic. But uh, so they can catch you. Um. So is it going to be 10 o'clock in the morning every morning for a week? So, yeah, so we're, we're going to finish off our week tomorrow at from 10 to noon. Just going to be, you know, we're not going to air anything on Saturday or Sunday because of WrestleMania. We're not going to compete. Um, plus, we'll be too distracted Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to noon. And then we're back at it uh, 10 p.m. to midnight Saturday and Sunday. And it's just it's one of those schedules. I know it's kind of off. It throws people off but it works for both of us considering, right. you know, I have a 40 hour week job and then it gives us time to do things over the weekend. Right. All right. Cool. So, um, so they can catch on YouTube and what are all the audio platforms on? Um, so I know that I stream directly to, I, I upload everything to Spotify, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, but you could Google search us and find us almost on anything you could find podcast listening on. Honestly. Uh, yeah, that, uh, that happened with that. when when I did a search of us, all of a sudden I'm discovering all these third party platforms. I'm right. like, oh my God, we're all over the place. Yes. So I can't really name all of those ones, but I mean right. I mean I, I don't deal with iHeartRadio. I'm just not Yeah, don't just just trust me. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't um, I mean they're good. They they I'm not saying they are just totally horrible. They're good with some things, but apparently right. podcasts are not their strong suit. Yeah, I just I'm just staying away from them at all. All yeah. ends meet. <laughs> uh, and you also have your own merch store, and I know that because yesterday I bought one of your shirts with your new design. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't even have it with me today. I just it's over there. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, well, you know what? I have the phone case. Um. If that. Oh, there works. you go. See. Um. This Oops. was actually hand designed by a good friend of Trey's. Uh, his name is Adam Lee. Um, and he creates, he does artwork and he created our design here. Um, and now this is just our TNC sports arc, you know, YouTube channel logo. And now he's, you know, currently working on, uh, his stuff over here for, um, uh, you know, for our J and Trey podcast. And, you know, he's also, uh, willing, you know, I know you guys mentioned this on the last episode, but he's willing to, uh, you know, work with you guys, do something for you guys. If you guys are wanting that to, you know, as well. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it'd be cool. I mean, um, because I've seen the work he does there. So, uh, and you mentioned something about him, like one of the ideas he has, you know, is going to have like myself and Joel on as like cartoons and I mean, we, we need to be cartoons anyway, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> you know, because I mean, um, if one thing you got to know about Joel, he, he basically, he is Batman. 
<laughs> and so um batman is his favorite just superhero yeah. period yeah. you know so anytime i see anything batman i always send it to him and even if it's not something that's not even that funny i'm like well you know the rules if it's yeah. batman yeah. i'm going to send it to him <laughs> um but so i mean that kind of makes sense to make us you know into cartoons as well i mean i'd, I'd like yeah. to kind of like to see that you know of course yeah. i'm so yeah. fat i don't know if you have enough ink for it but and he's uh he's making uh he's gonna be making uh trey and i uh okay. cartoons you know with the jane trey podcast logo uh i think one of the ideas that ran by was kind of like your ring segment but just have your bodies in the ring kind of cornered and then uh have the armchair booking around the apron of the um, the curtain that's over the over the ring does that make sense it does because actually Dwayne's wife hope she comes with something <laughs> kind of similar uh well mm -hmm. with the armchair booking across the uh the yeah. apron yeah um, mm -hmm. and then have and you uh, two stand in the ring maybe up against the turnbuckle or something like that so maybe maybe not the entire ring but you'll get that abstract you know version okay um wow yeah definitely have him you know get in contact with us yeah uh you know that you know the email and yeah. you know how to get a hold of us so you know so tell him just uh yeah uh definitely i mean i like to say, negotiate something with him yeah, you know, because I, I think that'd be really, yeah, kind of fantastic actually. Because yeah. I can't, I can't draw worth a the crap. They said you're gonna <laughs> die unless you draw. And no, I'd be dead. You know, <laughs> so um, but yeah, but in the meantime, before we go, uh, we I showed this earlier to the audience, but you weren't here yet. Mm -hmm. Well, I got to show it again. Okay. And I'm just gonna, I got to share my screen, Justin, and mm -hmm. this might make you laugh, but this was me oh. and Dwayland. This was 31 years ago. Oh. <laughs> yep. So, uh, you know, we've talked about how long we've been friends and we've actually said uh -huh. we were, we were part of the chess club officers and yeah. that's why the, yeah, Dwayne was the vice president and I was either secretary or treasurer. It's on one of the other things, but yeah, this was the picture that was out of the yearbook and I had a, another friend of ours actually <laughs> scanned it and sent it. So uh and i'll put it on facebook later on dwayland just to con continue it on just so we can get people <laughs> laughing at us you know it's about to say hey if you want to see this also it's going to be on the podcast on the yep. youtube channel so yeah but i figured i'd share that with you uh justin so because i don't know if you're going to go back and watch this because i can't watch myself i mean I'm good. <laughs> you know but that was uh, one of the when i first started I, I mean i don't know i don't consider myself having the face or the voice for any of this and i'm like i can't it's hard to even listen to myself today, but I yeah. do that because I'm like my most hardest critic That's of my own work. Exactly. And I'm like, if I could overcome that, it's, um, you know, it, I think it would, it will go a long way. Um, you know, one thing, you know, we're, we're hopefully planning on some great things in the summertime that I, I'm going to have to get used to it also. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause I mean, uh, and I have to go back cause I do some editing for the show. Mm -hmm. So I have to listen to us and I'm like, Oh man, did I really just say that? <laughs> yeah, can I like you know, edit that or anything yeah. like that? <laughs> um, but in the meantime, go check out Jay and Trey, TNC Sports Talk. It's gonna be on every day next week, 10 o'clock in the morning on YouTube. And as I get the links, hopefully I can also share them as well. And Dwayne, yeah, you you're also friends with Justin mm -hmm. on Facebook. So when you get the yep. hey, list, well, you're also working at the same time I am. So I know we both kind of have that that conflict there, you know. Yeah, whatever, who needs that? Um but yeah go check them out you've heard us talk about it. now you find everybody finally gets to meet justin you know um so yay hey um, and listen i appreciate you having me on i know oh, i think yeah. the last time you guys had you had uh jake and trey on <laughs> and um you know i'm just glad to be able to have you guys uh 
you know, invite me on your show, you know? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Long yeah, overdue. Right. Yeah. I mean, I was just on your show Saturday. It was like a last minute. Hey, yo, God, man, we it don't was. have any guests. And I said, send me a it, link. <laughs> it actually saved us. I know Trey was pretty tired. He was doing uh, four consecutive, uh, you know, early in the mornings and his sleep schedule is kind of uh, torqued that way where yeah. after the third day, it's like, I, you know, I, I got to I, I can tell it. he was kind of hurting a little bit, you know, so. <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, thank you for coming on. You know, we yeah, definitely have to do it you. again, you know, especially for something like this. I mean, because um, we're all wrestling podcast hosts. I mean, we're all wrestling experts, yeah. Yeah, especially Dwayne. He really is the, the resident <laughs> expert. Um, I mean, I'm not even going to try to say that my, and I know a lot about it, but I can't even hold a candle to what, to what Dwayne knows. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. Thank you for coming on. And yeah, I got to go you. ahead and yeah, get going for all of us and um yeah just hang out after i stop the recording and we'll talk You're about good. some other stuff but uh but yeah but for now god bless all right thank you